0: So you need to have that passion there and you need to showcase that. Like, if you're talking about lifelong learners, you're going to learn a lot during this phase. It's, it's all about showcasing what's available to them. And these students, they're not just performers, it's other students in other different backgrounds. So people who love being on the computer, people who love post-producing and taking the content and being creative with that content.
1: Hello and welcome to Spotlight, Casper's podcast series of candid conversations with industry professionals, artists and teachers and students about all things performing arts. Listen to the Casper team chat to practitioners about their process, career highlights, future ambitions and the role of the arts in their lives. We continue our Spotlight podcast series, Season 2, Episode 6. This is the third of our four-part series focusing on media arts education. Communication is the essence of our purpose and has continued to evolve and develop with each new generation. Communication remains as our lifelong challenge to engage, share, collaborate and celebrate the uniqueness and diversity of each and every human person. Through literature, music, movies, the arts, sport, culture, education and the list goes on and on. Today we focus on media arts education which has the capacity to engage, inspire and enrich the lives of students. Media arts education encourages students to develop their creativity and intellectual potential. Our special guest today is an experienced secondary teacher from the Good Samaritan Catholic College Hinchinbrook, Jason Race. Jason has immersed himself in media arts and has pioneered and encouraged many students to join the media arts team at his school. Over the last eight years, under Jason's leadership, Good Samaritan have taken out the winning title of Casper's short film competition across Sydney Catholic schools on four occasions. It is my great pleasure to welcome Jason to share his experience and great talents in the area of media arts education. Jason, welcome today. Thanks, John. Thanks a lot for having me. Jason, can you give us some background on where your love of media arts began before you even started teaching?
0: That's a very good question. So my background um, before teaching and everything else, um, I was a DJ, so I was a professional DJ, and I still do that um, up to this point. And special events, so organising different things for different companies and things like that. So I think um, that pretty much came into light of what I do now. But moving forward, though, in my teaching career, um, I'm also the e-learning Coordinator for Good Samaritan uh, for the past, I think, 16 years now. But back in 2014, I remember the very day where we had a meeting. So we have this network meetings um, all the time as coordinators, and there was an advertisement for, at the time, Battle of the Arts. So integrating things which included... Um, Not only just acting and performances and things like that, but also integrating technology into the whole kind of like perspective of of producing something. So I thought we we had that kind of like opportunity for the kids um, back in 2014, which was called the Apple App Development Team. So this was like another kind of um, opportunity for the kids at Good Samaritan to to build apps and things like that, and it was the height of app development. So I thought this could be potentially another area that the kids could go into in terms of uh, producing something and getting them involved in a in curricular creativity. And from there, it pretty much sprouted into something even bigger. So we still had the Apple App development team and now we had this other kind of like group of students who were interested not just in performances and acting, but also integrating their different kinds of like camera work, Post-production work, you know, different things like that to now integrate all of these different things together, of which I made the very first film. So we we had a look at that. We it was great that we got into the finals during that time. It was our very first film. We learnt a lot what were we were getting into. Um, the brainstorming, the collaboration of um of the students um, at the time was it was great. We came second, which I thought was really, really good in our first um, kind of a stint of um, producing something. But from there on in, it just made us more hungry in collaborating even more things into um, the co-curricular kind of perspective at Good Sam. And as our name got through, we were able to get even more people involved. Lots more people wanted to act. Lots more people wanted to perform. Lots more people wanted to look at the whole kind of perspective of, integrating this whole kind of technology into something you think of the curriculum right now like you have um, stage four stage five subjects where you do food technology you you do computers and things like that you do ist as an elective but to now combine different things not just technology but also performing arts and other disciplines out there into something that's holistic and showcasing to the kids that yeah these are different avenues that you can access for the future more and more people were able to, to see that as a potential kind of career. And we've seen that. We've had a number of different people who were able to use the media team name to gain entry into you know, things such as our sponsorships and cadetships at uni, right through to being able to access a name for themselves in big companies out there such as Google and, and Facebook. So ever since then, it's been astronomical the Apple app development team, although that was still a very, very good thing that we were doing, I no longer had time for that. We now integrated that that development, that kind of production thing um from that particular team now into what we now have to this date, the media team, the special events and media team. So
1: Fantastic. Sounds yeah. really exciting. Yeah. Jason, can I just get you for our listeners to drill it back to the foundation? So what did you have to put in place to get to this wonderful stage that your school's at? So mm. what were the sorts of things that you had to make sure you started with to reach these great opportunities the school has?
0: Yeah. Another good question. Look, when we first started, I did not know what I was getting myself into. I did not know what the kids would think of the whole idea of acting and performing and integrating that this whole kind of technology. I brought it out there to the team. So at the time, the, the Apple App Development team at the very beginning it was a lot of confusion to the team like what were we getting ourselves into I guess moving forward now I think it's it's something which the kids have embraced I've noticed from my point of view as a practitioner I've now noticed that kids love this kind of thing they they embrace a the whole kind of like integration that's something that's lacking at the moment in schools the whole kind of Yes, this is what you can do. This is what you can do as well in terms of like performances. This is what you can do in terms of like technology. To showcase now where these different kinds of disciplines can be used, I think that's something very, very important for, for kids to, to see these days uh, and especially in the world that we're living in at the moment. I yeah. think that's very, more important than ever. Yeah. Okay. Let's flip the focus now to students.
1: So media arts teacher and a team of teachers may be leading this with you. What sort of kid do you look for or do you encourage to join the media arts? Like, how do the kids get into a media arts team? Mm. What sort of
0: skills are we looking at here? So, at the very, very beginning, um, back in 2014, 2015, so we asked the, the drama teachers, we asked the Kappa teachers, um, you know, potential people who would possibly be potential members of the team. Um, they gave us a couple of fun people, and during that time, It was like, yeah. So these are the students they're thinking, we're still a bit confused. It's it's all about showcasing what's available to them and moving forward now to what we have today, we now have an application process because there are so many students at our school who would love to become part of the team. And these students they're not just performers, they're not just people who love to be in front of the camera. It's other students in other different backgrounds. So people who love being on the computer, people who love post-producing and taking the content and being creative with that content. I think that's very, very important to have something such as a media team which is able to tick a lot of boxes now that, yes, it's now an avenue that the kids can actually get into so that in the future it's something that potentially could be um, an area for them to to look at as uh, tertiary studies or, or uni a uni course right through to like a job perspective yeah. so yeah, we, we do have an application process at the moment because of the fact that it is a very very popular thing right now uh, stepping back it, you need to have that kind of uh, I guess advertisement, you need to really advertise the whole kind of um, concept and once they can see that and we've really produced those videos we are able to do uh, for Casper but for them to see that now they can do this they can do that with Casper it's, yeah. it's something that's really come up
1: Talk to me about that application process. What sorts of skills are you looking for in these kids? And obviously they need to direct themselves to that mm. and realise that, yes, it's more than just an interest. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that.
0: So at the moment we have a Google form. So we, we use um, the Google form to ask a couple of questions and it's it's, it's like a, an application, like a job application, I guess. And the whole reason for that is to, I guess, make sure that we get the right person. You have people who just would want to be part of the team just for the sake of it, but other people who are going to really realise that the benefits of being part of the team. So we look for students who are able to provide that whole kind of um, performance or that creativity um, concept from a performing arts point of view right through to the technology point of view as well. So people who are, like I said, able to use a computer right through to people who can you know, set something up. There's also those people who may not necessarily have those different skills. We realise that students, um, the demographics of the school is very, very different. So there's also students who are, who are keen, who are keen to be part of the team, they're keen to learn, and that's another thing. And I think that's why the media team has really come this far, because we're catered for the whole demographic of students. And that's very, very important. When it comes to electives, when it comes to Year 11 and Year 12, You think of the different levels and things like that, which is absolutely fine. When they're talking about something which is going to be a a co-curricular initiative, which is going to cater for a number of different students. So, okay, if they don't know how to use a camera, we've now got the whole kind of uh, scheme in training those people. If we can see that they've got the um, realisation, that drive through the application process, we'll take them on board. And that's happened a lot of times. There was one student who really, really loved to become part of our photography team. So to take the pictures and and, and put that whole kind of like post-production work for a yearbook. She didn't have any background knowledge on Lightroom or any post-production work with Photoshop. But through the process, through the whole kind of collaboration of the team, she was able to gain those different skills. And she is probably one of now our main people in post-producing our photos for the yearbook so you can see that not only is it something which is going to be you know, like a sideline, kind of like hobby, it's now something that could potentially be an area for them to look at for the future. It's a career path. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: The students that you bring onto your media team, what's the kind of time frame that they stay on that team? Is it only for specific years or can they stay on it until they leave school or mm. how does that work?
0: Yeah, so... It's it's a very vertical system, so we have students right from year seven, the juniors, through to year twelve, and they can leave anytime they want. For for some reason, they that love to stay on until year twelve, um, which is great. And I think in the junior years, they they look at it as a potential kind of like idea in their mind, like what can I do for the future, and I think that's great. We've had uh, students who did not know what they wanted to do, and once they got onto the uh, onto the media team. You could see that career progression or that kind of idea now that, yes, I'd like to become a a journalist. Now I'd like to become part of something in terms of, I guess, performing for the future. So I think it's a progression which is professional in terms of they're learning things all the time. We've had students back in Year 7 where they just wanted to be actors and things like that. And now they're on the cameras. They're, They're now learning how to do the different white balance and the, and the the different things with um, Adobe um, Premiere and I think that's great it's a it's a new skill that they've actually learned and that's what the whole team is about it's about sharing the different skills you have your pockets of uh, of people like I've got my um, my student who's just great at Adobe Premiere I've got my other student who's great at the camera and doing all the gimbal work and things like that and then that sharing these different skills So I think that's why lots of the kids, they would like to continue their progression because they're learning the different things, and and that's great because it's not only just performing arts, it's not only just uh, technology, it's now learning these different skills for the workplace. That's something which I'm really, really proud of.
1: So I'm hearing that the senior students become like leaders of... Exactly. Sharing the skills. Exactly. Which continues the sustainability maybe? Exactly, that's right. Fantastic. So with...
0: With one of our leaders at the moment, they're, they're doing InDesign. So we use InDesign to make our yearbook, and he's just great with the, the post-production work, using all of the different tools in Photoshop to make the, the pictures and to integrate that into our into our magazine um, format of the yearbook. He's now sharing those different skills to our Year 7 and our Year 8 kids. They didn't know how to use InDesign initially, and that's yeah. a production, that's a industrial kind yeah. of like a program. They now know how to use those different things. A lot of in-house stuff is happening
1: at your own school and you don't have to outsource it. Exactly. That's great. Yeah.
0: What are some of the challenges that you've
1: faced or the school has faced in keeping this media team going and sustaining the great work that you're doing? What are yeah. some of the or hurdles that other schools would you know,
0: need to know? Yeah. So number one, you need time. You need time to essentially plan um, what you require. This isn't something where you just go, yep, I will have a team, we'll give them a project, and away you go. I guess you need to have that whole kind of a perspective that you are there as the the leader of the team to guide them in the right direction. So I think time's a big one. We have a, a media team session on Thursday afternoons and at the moment in Term four on Friday afternoons because of the HSC, where we have spoken to the executive body of the school. Yes, we'll feed the kids between three and four o'clock as a way of allowing them to stay back at school. We have our different projects, such as, at the moment we're working on the yearbook. Um, We work on that after school, between three and four o'clock on a Friday. So the big hurdle is time, the principal and the the AP. They don't want the kids to be working on things where it's going to be a detriment to the whole school-based kind of requirements. And I think that's worked really well. And uh, the kids love it. I thought, oh, are they going to be concerned that they're missing out on like one hour of their free time? But uh, they actually love it. We send the email out. Do you have the permission to to come to this session? All the time, we get all of these emails, and they're really, really funny. Sometimes, yeah, I'll be there, sir. I'll I'll be bringing donuts, and we we're going to be there. Uh, don't you worry. So, so committed, yeah. And you know what? I think that's that's something which is going to be at all schools. Yeah. I think there's a group of kids out there who are, who are wanting these different opportunities. And if you give that to them, and which I found out all the way back in 2014 when I was thinking about the media team, like, our yeah. kids going to be interested? The answer to that is yes, they are going to be interested because they, they want these opportunities. It's out there and it's what our community is about. It's what our future is about. And you look at the national curriculum right now, where in year seven, you, you require a kid to learn about coding and things like that. It's where we're going, and I'll be a champion of this right now in terms of where to from here at schools. It will work. Well, Um, that's that's a nice segue into the
1: last question I want to ask you, Jason, mm -hmm. and that is for any teachers out there who will be listening to this who are thinking about starting their own media arts team, what would be three important tips that you've learnt over your years that would help them get a bit of
0: a head start? So three important – take your time – three important things they need to know. Yeah. Well, number one, of course, you need to have a passion. So you need to have that passion there and you need to showcase that. Like if you're talking about lifelong learners, you're going to learn a lot during this phase. And you know what? I think that's one thing which I love, okay? So the learn doesn't stop when you graduate. You're continuing to learn. It's it's as simple as that. And when you show that kind of lifelong learning to the kids, like – Oh, look what I found out today! Like, look, look at check this out on YouTube. They grasp that kind of like learning opportunity, and they try their best to then mimic that or produce that kind of thing. And that's what we've done at the competitions that you guys have produced um, for us. The rewind feature, for instance. Yeah. How could we do that? How can we do these different things? You showcase that to them, and they get onto it. Yeah. I love it. So as long as you have that passion and the that commitment, that's the first thing. Number two, be prepared to. Fail. And I say that in a very, very genuine and calm way because there's, there's going to be stumbling blocks along yep. the way. But at the same time, you need to have faith and trust in the team. At the very beginning, I was the one fixing up the microphones, doing all the different settings on the cameras and things like that, thinking that, oh, the kids won't know that. Well, guess what? You flip it around, they not know it. So one of my technical um, students... He's the best with white balancing. He, he knows exactly how to work the camera. the F stops on the camera to make sure that we have the right shot. So have faith and trust in your students because they're going to be the ones who are going to be producing it. And basically, if you can get around the hurdle, it's, it's going to be hard to trust your students. Like, you know, like, oh, my goodness, like, you know, we've got thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. It's, it's going to work. It's, it's really going to work. And then I guess number three, you need to have fun. You need to have fun with this and I think that's why, how long has it been? Almost five, six years now? If you're not having fun, if you're just doing it for the sake of it, it's not going to work. Full stop. So have fun with it, embrace what your kids have made with what they've um, developed and things like that. Provide the feedback to them and if you can really tackle that, it's just going to work on its own. You're just stepping back and just realising that yeah, look at these things that these kids can do.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great, Jason. Look, having connected with your school for a number of years now and watched your kids um, develop and grow and show off their talents, we congratulate your school and, and yourself for leading this and, and and creating a fantastic community in the media arts world at Um We look forward to the uh, packages that might be coming through in, in the next few years, and uh, we thank you for your time today. All the best. Thank again. you, Jason. Thanks.